your business stuck? Tired of leaving money on the table? Are you ready to take it to the next level? Join us as we dive deep into the small business secrets successful entrepreneurs are implementing to see massive results. This is the Business Growth Hacks Podcast, presented by Beefy Marketing. Here's your host, Andrew Brockenbush. What's going on, small business nation? Welcome back to another episode of the Business Growth Hacks Podcast. My name is Andrew Brockenbush, as the intro says, hanging out with my good friend, John Fritching. How's it going, brother? Oh, I'm amazing today, man. How are you? I'm good, man. It's a good day. It's a Friday. You it know, is. Uh, if, if this is your first time day. listening to the podcast, it's podcast day. It's half day Fridays here, beefy, which means uh, it's a good day. Good day in my books. Uh, other mm-hmm. than my freaking iPhone will not charge correctly. The little, the cable just will not seat properly. So I have a stupid Apple appointment today at three. Now you could see Aww. behind me, if you're watching the video of the podcast, that I have an Apple shirt behind me. I used to be an expert for Apple. Was like probably one of my favorite jobs I've ever had in my whole life. But I hate the whole new way that they handle their their service appointments. <laughs> it's just not just not fun. But whatever, I'll get over it. Hopefully, my phone will be working later on this afternoon. Uh, but Hopefully. let's let's kick this thing off. So we start every episode with an icebreaker. Let's kick it. Ice icebreaker. All right, Darren. Here's the icebreaker for you, man. What technology does not currently exist, but you want it to be made? And how would you use that technology? So some type of technology that does not exist, but you want it in your life. Dude, I want to know where the hell my flying car is. Yes. yes. Stupid yes. Jetsons, What the man. hell happened? I've been be being told now. since I was a kid that by oh, 2020, we'll be flying around in cars. What the hell's happening, man? I know it can be done. I know it can be. Oh, yeah. oh I, I just d- want to I know agree. why I, I can't get one. That yeah. could take us on a whole other tangent about how you know technology and manufacturing has gotten so much more automated and robust and now automobiles cost more than they've ever cost in the history of our lives like what the just that mm, i'll get on a soapbox there because that just irritates me so much Uh, much. i'm with you man i get it i'm with you the flying cars would be gnarly especially down here in houston where we've got to deal with like bumper to bumper traffic every single day yeah, it's uh, called yeah. John, what you got, man? Because <laughs> it's called two ninety because well, it takes two hundred ninety minutes to get down it. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> you know, there was a company called Merlin that had a car that could fly, and they were in Maine, and then they just all of a sudden disappeared. Hmm. hmm. I'm like, dude, you had it. They had the car. It could do this vertical takeoff. Yeah. It was like Jetsons type shit, man. Right. Makes you want to like follow They're the gone. paper trail of that. Like what right. big who company them, right? said, yeah, like what, yeah. like GM or like, who was it? Who decided like, nah, that Ex- can't happen. Well, you know, when these companies can get billion dollar um, free loans from the government, yep. you know, it just goes to show you how much pull they have, right? Oh, a hundred percent. And it makes you wonder, it could even go, I mean, this is not a conspiracy podcast, but it could go even further <laughs> than that. It could go like. NTSB, like safety, you know, like those kind of organizations. Cause it's like, if yeah. there's not enough vehicles on the road, what does that mean for accidents? What does accidents mean for insurance carriers? Like you could really go down a rabbit yeah. hole about why flying mm-hmm. cars don't exist in 2023 when they should a hundred percent exist. Yeah. So true. The technology is definitely there, right? I mean, yep. Oh yeah. When you can, when you can get like an F-14 to vertically take off, you know, you can make a little car. Right, exactly. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't even want to break it's... the sound barrier. <laughs> I don't either, man. Dude, if I'm if if I can only go fifty, I'm totally cool yeah, with that. That's fine. If it has to be hundred percent autonomous, I don't care. Yeah, yeah just like give me up. If I can plug in a, up. That's yeah. right, man. Plug in a little coordinates, sit back and look around. I'm totally into it. Yeah, if Walmart yeah. can send us packages and drop them off on your porch, then we could be flying around this this yeah. godforsaken country. Either way, John, I think you've got a good answer for this too, right? I, I do, and it's in the same vein, I think, as flying cars. I want that teleportation device, The you know? Us. I can't tell you <laughs> how many times better. I've forgotten a cable or a lens or an adapter <laughs> for a lens or an adapter for a cable to go into this, you know, and had to drive all the way back to the house or back to the office, warehouse, wherever to get said item. A teleportation device would, oh, man. Yeah, you're a lifesaver. <laughs> I honestly don't, I don't even think have a good FedEx is going to allow that. No, no, no way. Or the U.S. Postal Service. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, neither neither one of them. But man, that would be that would be so cool. I mean, I've thought about that too. Like, I had a speaking engagement a few weeks back, and we were supposed to do a live podcast demonstration. Mm-hmm. And the date that they scheduled us to be at the speaking engagement was wrong on the agenda that they sent us. We needed to be there yeah. two days earlier than the date that they had on the <sighs> agenda for us. So yeah. literally that morning we got a call and they're like, "Hey, where are you guys at?" And we we're like, um, "At our podcast, <laughs> you know, like do, doing regular life stuff." Like, just where, woke where up, are man. You at? <laughs> yeah, I like. So I was like, about to get ready to take a shower, and they were like, yeah. "Hey, you know, you're supposed to be speaking in, in 30 minutes." And I was like, "This is a this is like a prank, right? Like, this is like where's Ashton Kutcher? Like, yeah. this is not real." <laughs> well, that's not true. I was supposed to be there. It was not right on the agenda. And they obviously later on had to kind of like realize that and apologize or whatever. But long story short, we were supposed to do this live podcast demo. But all of our podcast equipment that we were going to bring was back here mm-hmm. at our office in our studio. And we were like, well, I guess we're not doing that today. Like, just not going to happen. Yeah. But yeah, find someone else, man. You need another speaker. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly, man. <laughs> all right. Well, let's. Uh, this is fun. This is why I love the icebreakers because we get to talk about the stuff that's just fun and casual. We get to know each other. Oh, I yeah. want to introduce you, though. Darren is a charismatic speaker known for his down to earth humor, which combines laughter with valuable insights with a passion for people, leadership, and successful businesses. Darren engages audiences from the moment he steps in front of them, providing them with empowering tools and a focused mindset that lingers long after the event concludes. He's the owner and CEO of Thrive Management, a leading technology consulting firm, and they're the creators of Thrive Reviews, a reputable reputation management company. I love that, a reputable reputation management mm-hmm. company. Darren brings a wealth of expertise to the seminars. Over the past 15 years, he's delivered impactful presentations on hundreds of stages across the U.S., personally training and inspiring thousands of business leaders. And we are so lucky to have him here on the Business Growth Hacks podcast, which is awesome because he's an agency owner like us. Uh, you know, And that part is always fun because I think people listen to our show and they think, well, wait a second, why would you have your quote unquote competitors on the show? Because I don't know everything and that's okay. And it's okay to talk to other people in our network and, and community. So, Darren, welcome to the show, man. Thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm really pumped about this. So I, uh, I always do my like, due diligence and research my, my guests, especially my competitors. Like, why, like even Uh-oh. better, right? <laughs> so I, I'm here actually comes, really excited. Man. So to throw of, the dirt at me now. Uh, here I here didn't it do goes, it. man. <laughs> Wasn't so me, why man. Don't you, Take take us back, man. Like, how did you? She said it was okay. It? She said it was all right. <laughs> <laughs> how'd you get started? How'd there you get no started in the marketing before. world? There was no kids. <laughs> <laughs> There's no kids. Oh man, no kids at the park. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. Well, you know, I've been in technology forever. I started working in um for the big um 
you know, monster telecommunications companies when I got out of school and I was going down that path and that led me into being a problem solver, helping companies solve problems. So that's what I did forever. And that's kind of what I still do. I still have a handful of clients where I go in and I streamline process, improve productivity. And that also has led to marketing as well, you know, helping them increase revenue, grow in whatever capacity, whether it's, you know, making their staff more efficient, getting more staff, marketing, whatever that may be. That's kind of where my world has been. And a few years back, I noticed I was I was working on a client with SEO and I'm helping them get web traffic. And I realized, I'm like, wow, man, I'm getting them like 40, 50,000 visits a, a, a month. That's really good for this small driver ed conglomerate in the, in the Northwest. And then I started analyzing the traffic. And I'm like, man, most of this stuff is coming from out of their territory. Mm-hmm. They're not getting the local searches it's that they need. Yeah. Right. And that's when I realized, well, if I want to help that market, I have to make a shift in how we get the local traffic. And that's this was about, I'd say, six years ago. And this is where we started really diving into how do we get the local businesses, the local traffic, right? That's what they need. They want, you know, if you're a restaurant, I don't care if some dude in across the country looks on my website, right? You know, when he's searching for tamales, like, hey, yeah, we got number one for tamales on Google, right? Big deal. If the guy across the street is looking for tamales and he finds you, that's a big deal. Now he's going to yeah. come to you, right? So how do we how do we hyper focus this? And Google's, you know, they're not very transparent. They don't just say, "Hey guys, if you want to rank, this is what you got to do." It's like you got to be like a freaking ninja to like secretly find out <laughs> what do they do and how do they do it, and then they'll change it. They're like, "Oh, you caught on, you bastards! We're gonna remove keywords yeah. so you never know yeah. what the keywords are ranking at." Ha ha ha! And you're like, yeah. "Ah shit, man! You know, remember that? Remember you could like look up a yep, keyword yeah. and it would tell you everything about yeah. it." Oh, mm-hmm. it was so great. And then they're like, easy yeah, to screw that. We want you to work for that shit, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, anyway, knowledge so, is worth money. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. right. Exactly. Yeah, that's right, man. Like, oh, you want access here? Pay us a lot of money and advertise and then, you know, blow your ad budget and get three leads. You know? So, yep. So, I mean, how many times Free. does that happen where you like spend all this money on ads and like, dude, where did that go? And it's like, I just spent three thousand dollars last week on ads. What, what happened? Nothing. What happened? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Google decided to mess with my head, change shit up. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so that's kind of how we got into local, and then that's how I got into um, in the review management because we realized just you know watch your wife, watch her on Amazon shopping for stuff, and watch the reviews that she's reading. Or go and rent an Airbnb. And if you're not reading the reviews on the Airbnb you're renting, then just be prepared for a shithole. Because yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, it's, no idea it's, 49, <laughs> it's 49 bucks a night for a reason, buddy. It's the, yeah. you know, you know, it's there's something going on. And if you don't read those reviews and you don't look at them and then you don't look at the review responses, because everyone's gonna get a one star. And you know we're all sorting by one stars. But what happened? What did what did the company say in response to that? How did they handle that one star? Right. You know, and that's going to be a, a large factor in a lot of our decisions. You know, like, you know, every restaurant's going to have a shitty server. They're going to have an off day. Right. But what happened? Did they take responsibility for it? Was it really their fault or was it just some jerk wanted to rant about anything? 
you know, how many times you look at a one-star review and then you look at the person that left it and all they do is leave one-star reviews, right? Yep. They hate everything in the freaking world. Like, this yep. place sucks, this place sucks, you suck, all you suck, suck, suck. <laughs> yeah, I get it, man. You're pissed exactly. off. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> cool. You should see a cat. You should see yeah, a go for a, <laughs> yeah, I know. You got to do something else in your life to pissing everybody else off oh. and ruining our day. They should make you able to leave reviews of a review so you can review a reviewer. (laughs) That's right. We should be able to click on that guy's link and leave a review Uh of him. This guy, you are the actual problem. (laughs) Yeah, I like that. Uh, The quality of review. I mean, that would be don't don't let Google hear this episode. They might actually start taking that into account. Goodness. I know, man. That's going to mess us all up. They're going to change it all. Never mind, Google. We love you. You're doing it just right. We love you. You're Thank perfect. You. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we know they got some AI shit scraping this and, and sending oh, it to some right. robot. People think we suck. <laughs> 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 oh, man. AI is – that's a whole conversation line we could go down too, but – I I really, I appreciate that you focused on that hyper local thing because that's like important to us too, is like working with like our local, like in our backyard, like work with people that we care about locally. Um, And and you're right. The, the SEO stuff has changed so much over the last 10, I mean, really just in the last few years, but certainly over the last 10 years, you know, I, I, you know, you kind of joked about the keyword thing. Like when I first started in this business, 2013, I mean, I could keyword stuff the hell out of a page and know that I could get some good ranking, good results. And the reality is like, that's like not even considered one of their ranking factors anymore, uh, which a lot, of people don't, a lot of people don't know that. Right. And so uh, yeah. I, had a, I had a call the other day with a, uh, with a client and he was like, well, can't we just like put the keywords on the page and then just change the color of the text to be the same color as the background? I was like, we could, but it doesn't really matter. Like Google's looking at how long people spend on your page and how many, like what the click through rates are, and what's your bounce rate yeah. and how many Google reviews and not just how many Google reviews, but when's the last time you got a Google review, right? Like, there's a lot that goes into it. And it's one of the things I have to explain a lot of times to customers about like, you know, a lot of people that are building a website with us will be like, well, is SEO included? And it's like, well, it's kind of a loaded question. Yes, your website is SEO optimized, but is SEO included? No, I guess, I guess not. Like if what you're asking me is, is your goal to rank number one on Google for a specific keyword in your local area, then no, that's not included. That's a campaign that we would actually need to make you know, an effort to, to get that result for you, whether that's helping you with reputation and review management, or if it's doing backlink creation, or it's content marketing and blogging, you know, whatever it may be, those are gonna be the things that help build an SEO, you know, foundation and long-term campaign versus like, sure, your website's optimized. Well, what does optimized mean? Well, it means we put good alt descriptions. We put meta descriptions. We submit it to all the web webmaster tools. We installed analytics. We've installed all the, the right tags. But other than that, like that's not going to really make a huge impact to your SEO. Yes, it's important. It's that like base layer, but there's yeah, way the more to SEO, you know? Yeah, exactly. How have, how, how have you seen the reviews affect the SEO clients that you've been able to serve over the this last several years? You know, it's funny. We've, We've pretty much in the last two years solely focused on the Google business profile. The website now seems to be just, I'm not even going to put any effort into your website. Does your website look good? Do you look professional? If you have a shitty website that makes you look like you're from 1985, okay, then you may want to fix that, right? Mm -hmm. And you can go and you should get it fixed. Hire someone, whatever, get it fixed. Make your website look good because people will look at your website to make sure that you're legit. But if you want that local traffic, you want the guy who opens up his phone and says, Mexican restaurant near me, chiropractor near me, um, 
dentist near me, urgent care near me, then you better put some effort in making sure your Google profile is optimized. You need to make sure it's set up properly, you're categorized right, and there's a whole bunch of other little stupid things that Google looks at, right? One of them is obviously reviews. You need to be getting a constant stream of reviews. You know, like you, you go to a chiropractor and the guy's got 10 reviews, but the lobby's packed. Like, okay, good. You get, you have more than 10 customers. You're just not trying. And maybe he doesn't care. Maybe he's too busy, right? But, you know, that they have to, if they need the local business and they want the local business, they have to make a conscious, consistent effort of making sure that their Google profile is legit. It's way more important than their website. It is because they're not going to get the traffic from the website. Right. What are you going to do when you open up your, your iPhone? You're either going to go to Google Maps or Apple Maps. And if you go to Google Maps and you search for chiropractor, it's going to give you the top three. And you're going to look at maybe four, maybe five, depending on how close you are. First thing you're going to do is look at how many reviews does this guy have? This yeah. guy has four. This guy has 12. This guy has 900. OK, it's a pretty easy choice. You drive, by, you drive into a parking lot. There's three restaurants there. One of them's full. The other two are empty. You're not going to go, oh, let's skip the line and go to the empty one. I bet that's really good. Right. Exactly. You know, there's something <laughs> there's something yep. happening in that good one. What's going on over there? Well, yep. that's your thousand. That's your thousand review one compared to the guy across the street with two reviews. Right. Anyway, so it's been that's been our focus and it's worked and I've seen it. I've We've played around with it. We've tested it in many cases where we'll we'll beta a couple different same businesses in the same geography like a mile radius and just watch what happens okay we got a mexican restaurant here we got a mexican restaurant here let's pump the reviews on this one and then let's optimize the profile so it's set up properly and then boom watch and you can see you can see there's some great stats in google where you can see how many people did directions to it how many people called right it'll tell you that and it's pretty neat like you can go holy crap this guy went from you know getting like i have a dentist in downtown atlanta right He's getting like 25 new walk-ins a week. I say walk-in. They called and made an appointment. Yeah. But 25 new patients a week for a dental practice is like mind-blowing. Oh, right? yeah. I mean, this if you compare like, that to, to get those kind of results with ads, I mean, you're talking about a three to $5,000 monthly budget. I mean, realistically. Easily. So it's like. <laughs> and he was he was doing that. He was spending three to $5,000 a month and getting five to six new patients a week. And we changed it and optimized the profile got him a ton of reviews did all the little things that we do to handle that and now he's getting that those other numbers and his ad budget went down to like i think he's spending maybe a thousand bucks a month just to keep himself known and he's like oh, a thousand yeah. bucks a month is nothing at this point when i'm getting this many patients yeah exactly yeah, you might as well care. still do he, it yeah that, that's right and he hired two more dentists you know so it's like Nice. He That's had amazing. to expand. He's like, dude, I need more freaking dentists. My one dentist is like, what are you doing? Like, I can't see all these people. Like, I'm back to back <laughs> yeah. morning, noon, and night over here. I want a day off, right? <laughs> yeah. I think that True. definitely shows the importance of those reviews. And I think you're right. The, the more good reviews you get, they're going to offset the one bad review that you got. <clears throat> and, you know, I'm, I'm kind of reading between the lines and what you're saying here, but it seems to me like, the tools that you use are very important. So how would you enrake, how would you rank the importance of tools and your marketing strategy for business growth? 
you know, so it depends on your, your company, right? Like, okay, do you have a person in your office that's going to take ownership of this and really make sure you get lots of reviews? Hmm. Make sure that every single customer or patient is asked for a review, right? But not only asked, asked in a way that will get them to give you a review, right? I can put a little QR code on my front desk and hope that people will walk by and say, oh, I want to leave you a review. You guys are awesome. And you're going to get a few of those. You're definitely going to get a few of those. But like, um, think of it this way. This is part of what we train our, our customers on. We train them in treating that customer or patient like they want you to treat them, right? And like mm -hmm. when you help, you just help them, right? You help them with something. If I ask them to help me, they're going to probably want to help me. So it can be as simple like, hey, Joe, how was your visit today? Did everything go well? Did we help you? Did you get everything you needed? I did. Awesome. Do you mind helping us for a minute? Yeah. What do you need? Can you leave us a quick review on Google? Mm -hmm. Now, if I just said that and let them go and have no tools to, to make that happen fast, I'll probably get one out of 100. But if I then say, great, I'm sending you a text message right now with a link. Click on that link and you can go to the page and write up a real quick review for me. Oh, cool. Yeah, I'll do that right now. Did you get the text? I got it. Great. And then they'll do it right there. Or here, here's a QR code. Go to this, click on this, go to the QR code, go to that page and leave me a review right now. That's simple. And it has to be simple, has to be fast. So if your tools aren't in place to make it smooth and fast, you're going to lose about 80% of the people. I don't know about you guys, but I remember being, I remember the first time I thought about this, I was in a restaurant and the guy's like, yeah, can you leave us a review? I'm like, sure. So I go online and next thing you know, I'm looking at cats or You're dogs. Like, Wait a second. You know, Why did I get my phone again? Yeah. That's yeah. right. I'm like, you know, I'm like, oh, check it. I'm checking my email. That's usually what I do. So I'm checking my email and I forgot, oh, I'm supposed to leave this guy a review. And I remembered I'm at home and I'm like, ah, I'll do it later. Never did it. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. But then we created this card for restaurants where it's, um, it's a business card. And it has the business's logo on it. It has a line and it says server name under the line. And it has, please leave us a review with a big QR code. And the server writes their name on the card and says, how did we do today? Are you happy with everything? Do you need anything else? No, we did great. Well, do you mind helping me out? We have a contest amongst all the servers. Whoever gets mentioned the most in a review, we get a bonus at the end of the month. Do you mind leaving me a review? Of course, we'll leave you. We all love you. You know what? All five of us are going to leave you a review. Great. Here's the card. Hands out the card. We all whip out our phones. Boom. QR code it. Jody was amazing. She did such a great job. Boom. She just got five reviews. Right. Super, yep. super simple. Right. It, it's yeah. just you have to have those tools to make it streamlined or you you integrate. You have some way of automating the process of asking for reviews so that they automatically get a text. They automatically get an email. Now, this is where this can get funny. It needs to be at the right point in the sales cycle. 100%. Right. Yeah. If I got a text saying, please leave us a review when I made my appointment for my dentist, I, I haven't even I like seen you, you yet, dude. Yeah, I, yeah you might yeah. suck. I'm not leaving you a review <laughs> right now. Right. But what if they do it after I leave, 10 minutes after I walk out, 10 minutes after I check out at the cashier, right? Or whatever the, the process is. Like I bought I bought a um a dining room set. Buy the dining room set, I walk out, I get an email. Please leave us a review. I'm like, dude. You don't want a review for me right now. I didn't get the dining room set. I bought the dining room set. You told me I'm not getting it for six months, right? Why would I leave a review for this dining room set now, 
right? You need to send it when the product is in my home and I'm looking at it. And yeah. I go, and check that's with me. Make a sure badass dining room set. Make sure everything went good first. You know, it's like, right. I, that was the one thing I liked about what you kind of prefaced this conversation with was like building in like that power of reciprocity. Like I did something for you. I'm, I'm a resource to you. I'm helpful to you. Yeah. Now, would you mind just doing that for me as well? Right. So like even in that example right. you just shared, it's like, Hey, okay, now you have the table. Let me automate that or, or do an outreach that says, Hey, it's your salesman, Darren. I just, I just wanted to check in and see if the table arrived. Okay. Is everything what you expected? Yeah. Awesome, man. Hey, it would same kind of thing you prompted earlier, right? Would you, would you mind doing me a, a, a favor? Sure. What can it, what can I do? Would you mind leaving oh. me that quick Google review, right? Like, it's just like you said, the, the timeliness is so important. The other thing I see businesses fail on with this is that they have like this epiphany moment where it's like, oh shit, we need Google reviews. We need to do something about it. Let's send an email or a text out to a thousand of our clients that we've worked with over the last 10 years and ask for Google reviews. Well, guess what happens? You pissed mm-hmm. off 50% of those clients over the last 10 years and you didn't know it. And 50% of those people are yep. like, oh yeah, I'll give you a piece of my mind. I'll tell you exactly uh, how it comes, feel. buddy. <laughs> Right. Yeah. And then guess what happens? What well, it backfires on you. You thought you were about to get a bunch of five stars. You got a bunch of two stars, one star. Yeah, so it's important right. to have systems in place to handle reputation management, which is why agencies offer this service. It's why people like Darren offer it is because we have that's the right. systems that we can implement to help make this process easier. Let me ask you this. Exactly. What are some of your favorite tools? What are some of the favorite tools that you guys use to help with some of this automation? You know, quite honestly, is our human touch of responding to reviews. We have a team of people that personally go in and respond to every single review. Hmm. And, you know, we have tools in place that can automate it and it can be AI. It's just not the same, right? It needs to be a human responding. And that human needs to understand what the keywords are that they want this local business to rank for and put those keywords into their response. And then also we can take that one star review and we can turn it into a five star response because that five star response will make those visitors go, oh, that makes sense. I see why they left a one star review and I see what the company did about it. And I'm pretty cool with that. I'm going to go in there now. Right. Like I had a driver ed school in um, Texas, actually, they were in near Dallas and um, they got a one star review. And the way we do, we handle it is we consult with the client and say, okay, tell us what happened. So we have some ammo to answer this thing, right? And they're like, well, the guy was getting his driver test to get his license. And he did not pull over for an ambulance. And in the state of Texas, if you're getting your driver test and you commit a moving violation, it's an automatic failure no matter what. Or the driving school can lose their license to be able to give out licenses, right? So I was like, thank you very much. That's all we need. So we went and researched the laws and figured out what to say. And we said, hey, you know, Steve, thanks so much for coming to our school. And I understand why you're upset. I would be too if I failed my driving test. But just so you know, when you don't pull over for an ambulance, we have to fail you because that's a moving violation. And here's the law. Mm -hmm. We're not going to risk losing our license because you committed a moving violation. If you want to come back and retake the test, come on back. We're still here. So it literally made this guy look like an idiot. You read the response yeah, exactly. and you're like, you, yeah. like you didn't yeah, pull over for an ambulance, buddy. Like, what the hell are you yeah. thinking? Come on. Like, yeah, you should fail. You shouldn't be on the road because you're going to kill somebody. And yeah. now this school looks great. Like, it, they get it. So you took that and you spun it truthfully and you made it look good. 
right? right. Or, and then there's always the, the occasional like review you'll get that is the wrong business or the wrong person, or someone's just being a jerk and slanderous. And you can get those removed for the most part. You know, we've been pretty successful at getting those removed. It doesn't take a lot. You know, sometimes you have to go back and forth with Google three or four times because when you submit the request to have the bad review removed, it's going to be an automated process of them looking at it. A human won't look at it until you ask them three or four times. You have to keep escalating it to get a human to look at it. And it's like, no, this is the wrong business. This guy even mentions the wrong business in the response. Sorry, we're going to keep this review. Like, no, no, you, this is an AI. I want a person. Finally, you get a person. The person's like, oh, shoot, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. Boom, deleted right mm -hmm. most of the times they won't even respond they'll just delete it and then move on and you'll see that the review got deleted but you know you just have to kind of know how to be on top of that so i think the, the the most the proudest thing that we are of is our responding service you know it's it's easy it's effective and it really really makes you stand out as a business right because you're taking the time to respond to everybody and we've tested it where if you respond fast to your reviews with keywords compared to not responding. First, we did it. If you respond fast, you rank higher. Then we put keywords and you rank even higher, right? Mm -hmm. If you don't respond, Google doesn't think you give a crap, right. right? They just don't think you care. And they're like, well, you don't care about us. So screw you. We don't care about you. I swear that's what their algorithm says. It's like, if they don't like us, we don't like them. Go to hell, right? <clears throat> but, you know. So we've played with it and we've seen it. We've seen it like, oh, good. Respond to reviews, put keywords in the reviews, respond fast, and you'll get you'll rank higher in that local search algorithm. Um, and, you know, there's tons of automation tools that we have, and there's tons of other things that we can do on top of that, obviously, because and there's a million different softwares out there that you can use. You know, but I think, um, one, you want to make sure that it interconnects and automates if you can, and then it gives you the ability to respond, and then something that also has the ability of, of doing like a unified inbox. Our unified inbox is one of our fa most favorite tools by our customers because they can have texting from their Google profile go into that inbox. They can have the messaging from their Google profile go to the inbox. They can bring Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all in that one inbox. And they can do that one inbox from multiple locations. And they can also put a web chat on their website, which we have. So they put the web chat on and that goes into the inbox. And the cool thing about the inbox is they can then take the communication and send it to another person. So if you're a car dealer or you're, you know, somewhere that needs interaction with a person that's going to ask questions before they come in, that can all come into this one funnel. And then this person can take that communication and assign it to somebody else to handle the actual sale, handle the appointment or do it themselves. It just makes it easier for that one person to handle all of that calm. You know, we have one client that has like 30 locations and they had they had their um, messages off on all of their Google profiles. And I'm like, dude, you need to turn that shit on. People want to yeah, ask you questions. Out. I don't know about you. Yeah. yeah like, I want to ask you a question before I drive my ass over to your freaking location and find right. out that you can't do what I can do or I pick up the call. Right. I'm like, I'm not going to call you because this guy I can message. Right. I'm like, shit, I can ask this guy first. And then I ask this guy, ah, we got that in stock. I'm on my way. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, as opposed to like, oh, I don't want to call him. I'm freaking busy. I'm in the middle of a conference call right now. And I might be like typing messages to Google people and asking them <laughs> questions while yeah, I'm in a conference call with a client. Right. You know, how many times we do that? Like, oh, shit, I got to get uh -huh. this thing tonight. Or I got to make a reservation. Imagine yeah. having to call for reservations. Last time you called for a reservation. I ain't never yeah, calling exactly. for a reservation. Again. If, yeah. if I can't make a reservation on your Google profile, I'm not yeah. coming. 
right? That's right. You know, especially if, if they give me the buzzer now at the restaurant, I'm kind of like, oh, y'all don't, y'all don't have funnels. <laughs> <laughs> can't, I know, right? Can't text me, dude. Just yeah. not 2020. You know, like, come on, man. We're in the future now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of the, one of the, so much. I, I love the idea of consolidation. I mean, this is a, something that you know we really prioritize too in our agency. Is that I heard this like I don't know if it was a statistic or more of like just like this this like uh, idea that if you have one tool that's ninety nine percent effective and you have another tool doing another thing that you need done and it's also ninety nine percent effective, it's actually between the two only ninety eight percent effective. And this is real math. It's not me making stuff up. So if you if you just take ninety nine times ninety nine, it's mm-hmm. ninety eight. If you take ninety nine times ninety nine times ninety nine three times. That's like 97%. Like the more tools you're using to do one thing or to do all these different things, the less effective they become because you don't log into every single one of them and you don't use it. Mm -hmm. So like for us, even, you know, we have a tool that we use in our, our agency where it's like, you know, same kind of things that you're doing, Darren, right? Like consolidation. Let's bring all of that under kind of one roof, one place Mm -hmm. that you can easily manage all of this. And and I'll be honest, like I won't disclose too much around like the tech perspective but the idea was we have been an agency with hubspot for the last 10 years um a hubspot Mm -hmm. agency partner we were also a partner with active campaign constant contact like a lot of the big like the big players right and no joke we were spending somewhere in the ballparks of 1600 dollars a month on all of these different marketing tools that's like oh when's the last time i logged into active campaign and when's the last time i logged into my 1200 hubspot account when it and it's like holy hell like I'm spending way too much money on all these things. And so like, it's been really freeing over the last few years to have like known that like, okay, we've consolidated, like we've brought it all into one place for our clients, for ourselves. And it's just so freaking cool, man, to be able to like, not have to think so about leave us a mystery, controls. dude. I'll, I'll leave some yeah. mystery. I'll leave some mystery. Because yeah. <laughs> this, this podcast is about you, I, Darren, not about me, man. It's about you. No, I know. I get it. I think I can guess what it is. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm going to, when know. we're done, I'm going to, I'm going to guess. We know. we know, we know, you know, we know. Yeah, that yeah. that's yeah. awesome, man. So you said a couple of things that clued us in that you might. Yeah, know we were like, we're yeah, about. we know that, that's cool, man. <laughs> I so <laughs> I think I think somebody told him. Somebody already told him. Um, <laughs> one thing though, you you're talking about that got me like really pumped up, and it's something I've never really thought about. And I think you kind of schooled me on this front. Is like the keywords in the responses to these reviews, right? Like I've never really paid much attention or mind to that, right? Like. Obviously, I, I know it's important to have a strategy around professionalism in your response and things like that. That way you don't look like you're just always coming up, you know, with your, def, you know, your guard up and you're defensive and you're fighting. It's <laughs> yeah, like, dude, yeah, chill, yeah. chill out, man. Like, dude, yeah, I had a client like pro- that. He kept responding and he was pissed. I'm like, dude, you yeah. need to shut the hell up and stop. I'm, I'm like, I'm taking the app off your phone. That's it. Yeah, you can't have access like, to this. Screw anymore. you, man. We're the best. You suck. Not us. And I'm like, what are you doing, dude? <laughs> yeah, you, can't, you can't say that. <laughs> I do have one client that uh, he actually thinks it's really funny when he gets a bad review and he'll like run with oh. it. Um, so specifically, he <laughs> got this great. one. So he's like a top barbecue joint in Texas, very popular barbecue place here in the Houston region. And somebody left mm-hmm. him a three-star review yeah. over BS. Like I think, the, I think the review was because like they ran out of meat and right. they need to make sure that they have more meat. And it's like if you know How anything about they? boutique so Texas good. barbecue – you know that you out. first come first serve. It runs out. Yeah. Like it's, right, man. That's the world of barbecue, and uh, so it's like stuff asking, like that. Do you still have ribs? <laughs> Please tell me exactly. Right. Like so, this guy. Literally if they're really good, if they if they have meat at the end of the day, they're probably not as good. 
Exactly. Like, if, they, if they're loaded yeah. with everything still, maybe it's not the best place to be at. So yeah, exactly. he literally he created a T-shirt that says best three-star barbecue in, in, yeah. in Houston or whatever. Like it's yeah, literally like three-star reviews. Like he just great played show. into it. He just thought it was funny. You know, so oh, that's, uh, that, that's really yeah. cool. So, uh, John, I know you had another question. I don't want to like, you know, catch you off guard here. But if you were ready for it, man, I'll let you, let you take it. I think I lost my place. No, 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 you're good. I, I'll, I'll go for it. So how uh, would you say that, you know, reputation marketing services, SEO, content marketing, all of these things we're kind of talking about so far in this conversation, how do you think it improves visibility? How do you think it improves these businesses growth? Because at the end of the day, like there's a phrase we always kind of sell. We sell on your, the sell on the future, not the features, right? Like the idea that like, what is the outcome that our customers are looking for? They don't care about what tools we put together for their business. They don't care what the process is. They don't care what our services are. They want to see results, right? So how would you say in the experience from your clients and, and your own business that all of the things we just talked about play into the results that we're trying to achieve for our clients? You know, I guess it all depends on the results, right? If you're trying to get someone more website views and they have a product that isn't necessarily local, then yeah, there's a lot of things you need to be doing all across every vertical, right? Like, yeah, you should be on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat. You should be on all these different platforms and be very visible and easy to be found, right? But if you're just a local business and you're trying to get the local traffic, you know, I've seen these guys go and just try to constantly get their TikTok following up. And then they get, you know, 100,000 followers on TikTok and you're like, okay, good job. How many of those 100,000 people can come to your store? And you're like, well, I don't know. Well, then what the hell are you doing? Why are you spending yeah. all this effort on something that's not going to create the product that you want? Yeah. You have to clearly define the outcome that you're looking for. And once you clearly define that outcome that you're trying to achieve, then you can build a strategy around that. Right. Like, what's the outcome? OK, I'm a Mexican restaurant. I want to get more business. I want to make more money and be full every day. I'm a chiropractor. I'm a dentist. I'm in urgent care. I want to be busy all the time. Well, guess what, dude? Someone in Seattle is not going to come to your urgent care in Boston. Right. Mm -hmm. It's not going to happen. So you get 100,000 followers on your Instagram account for your urgent care. Well done. That's amazing. Right. I saw you know, I'll give you a real life example. This chiropractor that I know who's in California. Right. Tons and tons of followers on his his, his chiropractic page. Tons. He's like loved across the internet, somewhat of an influencer. But I'm like, dude, none of these people are near you, right? They ain't coming in. They ain't giving you a freaking dime. Okay, you want to be an influencer and you want to make money that way? That's a different strategy. That's a different business, right? Being a chiropractor and getting people to come in your chiropractic office and actually get adjusted by you is a different business than making money off of your following on Instagram. It's a whole exactly. different strategy. Very different business right? model. So yep. very different business model. It, it's doable. And sure, you could do it. He's in a position where he can make money doing that. He doesn't even think about that. right? He's right. not even thinking about monetizing his YouTube channel. He doesn't even know that's mm -hmm. a thing. So I'm like, dude, you spend so much money on this and you've monetized your – you could monetize your YouTube channel. You've got the 4,000 hours. You've got the 2,000 um, – subscriptions go for it turn that into money yeah right yeah. Mm -hmm. and keep doing that as another side hustle right but don't think that that's what's going to get people in your door it's not right because mm -hmm. yep. i'm all the way over here in florida i'm not going to go see you as a chiropractor i don't care how good you are i'm not flying to see you to get an adjustment because i'm going to need another adjustment by the time i get home right because <laughs> i just spent six yep. hours on a plane 
So, you know, I think the key is just knowing what your goals and objectives are. And what is it that you want to achieve? What are you shooting for, right? If you don't have that clearly defined, then stop spending any money on anything, right? Yeah. You know, because you're just, you're literally could be wasting it. Maybe not. Maybe it might give you something. But if you don't know what you want, then what are you doing, man? So yeah. I think that's, you know, that's the first thing I uh, we, we do in our first introductory calls with our customers. Like, what are you trying to achieve? You know, yeah, do you want to yeah. be an influencer as a as a, a chiropractor, or do you want more people walking in the door, right? You know, and and then like, well, I want my business to be busy, and I got three chiropractors, and I want to keep them all busy all day long, and I need X number of patients every day to do that, and blah 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 blah. And this is where I am now. Great, good. Then let's focus on that. Let's hone in on that. Let's get people coming in your door. Let's find the local market. Okay, well, how far do people travel for chiropractors? Right, mm. they're not going to drive three hours for a chiropractor. You know, yep. you probably have maybe a 45 minute radius around your business that they're going to drive to. So that's where we're going to focus and we're going to get mm -hmm. that addressed. You know, so that's that's the first thing we always do. And it, and there's many different strategies around that, you know, like, OK, first off, you got three reviews. Great. We're going to handle that. We're going to train your staff on how to get your reviews. We're going to automate as much as we can. We're going to put in some cool tools in your practice. We're going to respond to reviews. You know, we're going to optimize your Google profile. Maybe we'll run some ads, you know, boom. Now you start focusing on that local traffic. Next thing you know, you look at the stats. Wow, you're getting 10x the number of people walking in the door. You're getting 10x the number of people calling you. Great. It worked. And then if the guy wants to be an influencer, go for it. Yeah, exactly. You know, great. You want to be an influencer? Different business model, different strategy, right? Yep. And I think a lot of people don't realize that they think they need to be an influencer. They need to have all these followers and all of this traction on their on their website and you know all these people looking at their instagram account like i got 15 likes on my instagram account well okay who cares mm -hmm. right yeah, exactly you know it doesn't matter you know yeah. anyway i can go on and yeah, that's topic. no i mean yeah, i think 100%. you're i think you're 100 right we talk about that all the time like vanity metrics versus like yep. actual practical metrics right like a lot of times right. people are just like you know they love the idea of like having tons of likes on their social content and it's like great like what did that translate to like did you get did you That's get that right. many customers this month? If not, like what's the point? I'm not saying don't do it. It's and all the recognition and all that shit, you know, but it's not necessarily like it's the that best one ISR. And it's that one person exactly. And it's that one person that was like, dude, you only have 50 followers on Instagram. You can't be it's that like, famous. Okay. Yeah. Well, guess cool. what? I'm not an Instagram influencer and I don't want to be because I'm a freaking chiropractor. Right? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't need yeah. to be that exactly. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah that's there you go. That's a that's a bottom line. Check... Goal settings most important, man. I mean, that's for us too. It's like what right. are you trying to accomplish? If you could snap your fingers today and you told me like the, like what you wanted your business to look like in three months, what would that look like? How many customers would that be? What would the revenue be? How many new employees would you have? Would you have a bigger office? Would you be on vacation? Would you have more time in your day? Like, what do you want? Because if I know what all of those things are, we can work backwards and decide what, what tools, what services, uh, how much, mm -hmm. like if, if it does include ad spend, what the ad spend needs to look like, like we can figure all of that out. And then I can also understand your conversion rate. Like if you're a terrible salesperson, I'm hella good at driving traffic to your site. Well, then I'm going to have to drive a hell of a hell of a lot of traffic to your site to help you convert. Because, you know, mm -hmm. if you're converting at 10% rate and you want 10 new clients per month, well, shoot, I'm going to have to drive a lot of traffic, right? So we can even That's dial right. that in. Like let's, let's, work on your, let's work on your sales approach. Let's work on the automation of processes around that. Like there's just so much around that. So... That's like right. we always do, Let's we get like a receptionist to, like that actually cares about you. Exactly. That wants yes. to. That wants to. Yeah. yeah. There's. That Who is pissed that the place is busy? Right. I'm that telling you. I've seen. It. I've seen receptionists. Yeah. They're like, oh, there's yeah. so many people here. This sucks. 
You're like, what? That's what your job Bitch, is, bro. get the hell out. That's a good yeah, thing. You need to fire her. Fire that receptionist. You know, it's 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 wild. The little stops you'll see and the people that are like, you know, I like to call them leeches. They'll suck on to your energy and just slow you down. That person doesn't want you to expand. If your group isn't aligned, that's another point. Get your group aligned. Get them all on the same page, right? We're a team here. We're all doing this together. And if you don't want to be hella busy all day long, then you need to go and do something else, right? Because that's not what we're doing. This isn't a quiet little doctor office that old people come walking in three times a day to get their blood drawn or do their dialysis. This is we want to make this place busy. We want to grow. That's what we want to do. Mm-hmm. And you've got to be ready to handle that traffic and be excited about that traffic, you know. And another thing, too, you know, compensate your staff based on that traffic. Figure out some type of yep. bonus structure. <laughs> they're working harder. You're making more money. Pay them for it. And they're going to want to help you. Right? Exactly. Get their buy And it doesn't have to exactly. be any. Dude, do freaking Friday afternoon pizzas. You'd be so surprised how far a pizza game will go. Right? Be like, yeah. oh, shit, pizza Friday? So I don't have to bring my lunch? Woo! Dude. Yeah, exactly. Let's do it. It's, anyway, it's a small it's thing that like goes by. I mean, it's, it's why culture is important. It's why investing in your team is important. I mean, all that stuff. So, all right, Darren, exactly. we always end every episode with a business growth hack. So I'm going to roll the sound effect and then I'm going to ask you the question I ask our guests. Okay. Hacks. All right. You, <laughs> what the hell was that? Are, that's, <laughs> hey, that's Homer Simpson. Okay. All right. So you are an expert in reputation I love marketing. It. What is one growth hack, one piece of advice you'd give to businesses looking to start or improve their reputation marketing efforts? You know, I kind of touched on this earlier, right? Um, The very simple basics, like go back to basics. You need to have a strategy within your company where everybody in your team or in your organization is on board and understands the complete value of getting reviews. It has to be a core component to your business. And if everyone in your group, all the receptionists, the doctors, whoever, whatever kind of practice you are, kind of a business you are, the servers, the car salesmen, whatever, they have to realize that reviews are not a nice to have. They are a necessity and they need to treat it like a necessity, right? And if they all are on board with treating it like a necessity and making it part of their daily routine of asking for those reviews in the right way, then you're going to get the reviews and you're just going to get more business. Mm-hmm. And I and I and I always start with what is one review worth to you? Well, one review could be, you know, a lot of customers for your business. What is it worth? And when you can kind of somewhat figure out that number, you're going to go, "Oh my god, we need to get everybody on board with this." Right? This needs to be a core component of our organization. All of our staff need to be playing this. And then you're going to start seeing those reviews roll in because now it's a priority. It's not an afterthought. It's not a, yeah, yeah, we'll get a couple of reviews later. No, it has to be like, yep, everyone, we need reviews. You guys all know why. Let's go. Right. You're not going to be a, a server at a restaurant and go, you know what? The service doesn't really matter. I can be an ass to everybody. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're right. We can all be jerks to everybody. Right. Oh, no, you'd be you surprised. <laughs> it's a different type of store, man. If you know, that's a whole different business model. Right. Yeah. Some people love to be yelled at. So, yeah. All right. That's a different story. But, you know, it's it's yeah. <laughs> but it's like, you know, it has to be part of the core component of your organization. It has to be a fundamental that's taught to everybody. And when they have that mindset and they get around that mindset, it'll work. It will work. You will get more traffic. Anyway, that's that's yeah, all I, I got, man. That's all I, I got. love it, man. Darren, this has been fun. You schooled me today on a couple of things. 
And uh, I was hoping I was going to be able to tell you some things, but I don't, I don't know if I did. So that's okay. Dude, it's all, it's all good. It was still fun. We had a good time. We talked about flying cars, and that's all that matters. <laughs> and someday they're coming, man. I know they are. Once we can get <laughs> right. the FAA in line, and we can get you know the national transportation guys all in line and behind this yeah. flying car thing, I think we're going to be good. It'll yeah. be good. Exactly. I, I totally agree. Man. You know, they're there. You know, they're there. There's one that, sitting in a hangar somewhere just waiting for us to take it out. Like waiting for its day. Right. It's waiting. Exactly. That's right. Uh, it's like, the, it's like the spaceship. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A hundred percent, man. A hundred percent. Yeah, dude. There's a spaceship. We can time. We can travel the speed of light. It's sitting in a hangar somewhere like, yeah, we're not just releasing that shit right now. It's too much for the people. Got, they just yeah. keep it. Just keep it dusted off. Dude, that's that's wild, censorship, man. man. Censorship, censorship for sure. Hey, how can people support you? How can they follow you? How can they find you? All that fun stuff. What, what can we do to support you, man? Uh, ThriveReviews.io. That's our website. Come check it out. You want to get a free demo? We also have a really cool tool, um, Scan.ThriveReviews.io. Um, basically, what that does is it allows you to look at your your local SEO. It creates a really cool re- re- report. And there's a cool little feature in there that you can play around with keywords and see where you rank in Google Profile or Google Maps for those keywords within a two-mile radius of your office. It's really neat. So you can go in there and change the keywords around and search, and it shows you on a map what number one, what number three, what number five, what number 20. And that's where you can start focusing your efforts. So if you want to get more traffic, that's at scan.thrivereviews.io. And our website, of course, is thrivereviews.io. Come on over, get a demo. We'll jump on a call with you. We'll show you how it works. And then, you know, we're more than just getting you more reviews. We're really all around helping you get found locally. That's awesome, man. Good for you guys. Hey, guys, make sure yeah, you all man. support Darren, everything he's got going on. Cool guy. Glad to have him on the show today. Just so you guys know, this episode brought to you by Wingman, your all-in-one marketing and sales automation software, helping you streamline your communication, automating your processes, and grow your business. You can check them out. TrustYourWingman.com. Until next time, guys, we will see you next week for another episode of Business Growth Hacks. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Business Growth Hacks podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast so you never miss an episode. To get more marketing tips and tricks, follow Beefy Marketing on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Beefy Marketing. And to take your business to the next level, check out our website at www.beefymarketing.com. Right. That was fun, guys. Darren, you know what you're looking at over there, right? We're